All right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four Starfinger nerds for all you Starfinger <laughs> nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foils. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And we're here today to talk to you about Stardust Crusaders Episode 6, Dark Blue Moon. This is just a Joe's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast where we make just, you know, once in a while a good joke about it. We hope y'all are here along the ri- for the ride with us. So, I think we're averaging at least five good jokes per episode. Yeah, but I'm more concerned about the average of bad jokes per episode. Oh yeah, nobody count. Nobody counts that. Nobody's ever it's, counted that in any it's a podcast. Ratio, Tim. I'm also concerned about the the fact that we're only averaging five good jokes per episode because some of these have stone zero. <laughs> Look, Joey, we're just we're just going for what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure already does is where you after the fact forget all the bad shit and just remember all the good stuff. Yeah, and, and hopefully that works with us. <laughs> we gotta match the energy. <laughs> gotta match the energy. I mean, because this show is always good episode, fucking terrible episode, slightly less ter- fucking terrible episode, good episode. So these and are the good ones, right? This is Absolutely. the good one. These are the good ones. <laughs> episode six, Dark Blue Moon. No joke. Mm. I was maybe I was just the right amount of drunk when I watched this, but I just lost it this entire episode. It's so good. This episode it, is actually really good. It, I'm gonna be. It, it, it is very funny. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a comedy. It genuinely this episode is it very is, funny. It is what you come to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it took me a solid six hours to watch this episode because I was dying the entire time. <laughs> yep. Like, the, the the sure why nots come fast and hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it because this is gonna this is gonna take a while. Oh yeah. So first, I like the jazzy piano version of the like for the recap, the jazzy piano version of the. Um... Why are we getting a recap here? Why the fuck are we getting a recap here? <laughs> People forgot who Polarif was. <laughs> because we, we didn't get a recap for, you know, the last couple of episodes, and then here we're just coming in before Stan Proud with a recap again. Hey, I'm always here for a stylist previously on. Mm-hmm. I, well, I would I, be it, it more works. in for it if it happened every episode. <laughs> I can never get enough of Polnareff. I'm okay with it. I love my sweet boy Polnareff. So good. And sometimes so, his earrings are, are hearts, and sometimes they're not. They're almost always half hearts. What they, always look, they always look like circles to me. <laughs> like maybe half it's circles. Just poor drawing. Like, maybe. It just got lazy that time. Yeah, it, it's kind of inconsistent. So Look, consistency's not what we're here for. <laughs> we already discussed this. <laughs> what upsets me is they don't look like they actually fit together. <laughs> oh, man. We need to, like, get some CSI imaging to see if that holds true. (laughs) What gets me is that if you put them together, it looks more like it would make one of those, like, uh, like cat tags instead of a heart shape. (laughs) Where it's, like, not actually a heart. (laughs) I'm really surprised he hasn't given the other half to Avdol yet. Do you think his ears, like, because you give one half to your lost love, but what does it mean if you have both of them? (laughs) It means his sister's dead, Joey. Oh, right. Yeah, no. It means he's a fusion already. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I that the idea that went through my head was like he's gonna trade earrings with Avdol, and they're just gonna be like chained together. <laughs> 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 okay. 
<laughs> and you know the idiots would wear it right ear to right ear too. Yeah, so that they can't even <laughs> so like be side by side. They yep. have to be facing opposite directions. Yep. Well, they do it so that uh, one has to be facing the other way. So they're always watching each other's backs. All right. Okay. Yeah, you get. It. I'll buy that. Sure. Whatever. So this episode starts with a disclaimer about the story being fiction. <laughs> the characters, <laughs> groups, places, laws, and names used in this program you have, have no connection to any existing in real life. You haven't noticed yeah, Singapore every isn't ep- really real. Every episode of Stardust Crusaders has had this disclaimer. Really? Yes, every episode of Stardust Crusaders has had it. It has really fact, hit home on this episode. Actually, though. every episode of the entire series, it's just, it doesn't get translated in uh, Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. It's that black screen at the beginning with all that like giant block of text. All right. Yes. Hmm. Still, I think it's particularly hilarious in these next two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> what could they possibly <laughs> be confused with? <laughs> who could sue them for defamation? <laughs> oh, actually, next episode, I actually do know who could. Never mind, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right. So, do y'all prefer Sailor jo- Joseph or regular Joseph? I love that Joseph has embraced the sailor lifestyle. He's like, let me get my stripy shirt on. Let me roll up my sleeve. It's such a Joseph be, move. Let me look like the burly sl- uh, uh, sailor and just blend no, in with the rest of No, you can finish that. The burly sailor guys. slut. Yeah. 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 He is the cabin boy. <laughs> He's a cabin a man. Move. Young Joseph would have done the exact same thing. I mean, it's a good look for him. It, it works. It does work. He, he's... <laughs> He wears it well. I'm like everyone else. Like, why does he make... He makes fun of Jotaro and Kakyoin for doing their outfits. And they're like, of course we are wearing yeah, them. Yeah, for, for using their school uniforms. But, like, meanwhile, Adol's in full <laughs> fucking robes. At, he hey, is a job Egypt. as a those fortune are, teller. Yeah, those robes are actually designed to be good against heat. Whereas those school uniforms are probably baking them. <laughs> Kakyoin's response is... Duh, we're students. Of course, we'd wear <laughs> student <laughs> uniforms. It's, like it's the in the name. Fucking answer. I, he could possibly. I mean, have he's given. not wrong, but, but fuck him. You know, I, that I'm is not... a non-answer. That is him just saying "fuck you, dude." It's okay. I'm I'm pretty sure Jotaro is actually naked here because you know his hat just you know forms into his head. I'm pretty sure his clothes are just formed to his body. So it's... so he's like Bayonetta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's some fan art I want to see. Oh, where the clothes end and the hair begins. <laughs> so, what y'all didn't know was Iraqi can only draw one child. Yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's, it is Poco all the way down. Uh, man, I mean, I, what about Smokey? Uh, that was that was African American Poco. <laughs> they were pretty similar, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's weird though because as much as this character just looks like Poco, I not even for a second did I think this character was male. No, not even. No, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> there was there's this revelation moment later where it's like, oh, this is a girl, and we'll and get to like, that. Oh, we'll get to that moment. Yeah. <laughs> so the child, 
as stowed away on this boat. Oh, sorry. They're on a boat going to Singapore, in case <laughs> that's not clear, because Dio is killing everyone they're around, so they would only rather endanger endage some random, like, sailors, I guess, than a plane full of civilians. Hey, hey to be fair, these, these sailors were, uh, like, on loan from the Speedwagon Foundation. They were vetted by them. They've been on this ship for ten years, apparently. <laughs> it's a Speedwagon Foundation-owned ship, I'm sure. It's like Davy Jones' ship. They just can't get off it. Yeah, good. They have to wait for their one day out of how many goddamn years? <laughs> oh, God. So, we have a stowaway on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's this really just hideous-looking sailor accosting the stowaway. Oh, yeah, in the manga. He just... Yeah, he, oh, it's like a Farsight character. Yeah, this is not this is not a person. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Goblin, but yeah, Farsight character really works. <laughs> the way that is. So this the sailor starts harassing the stowaway kid, and in the manga, this looks really bad because the skin is just coming off of the skull here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like so the child. <laughs> jumps overboard to get away from this. They are miles from the ocean. Nobody cares that this child is going to drown. I, I honestly thought Joseph or somebody was going to like step in and was like, hey, leave the kid alone. But no, like it just escalates to the point where the kid's like, fuck it, I'm, I'm overboard. And then everybody's like, oh, they must be a really confident swimmer. <laughs> They're miles from that, shore. No, that's only Jotaro. <laughs> only Jotaro is like, hey, they know what they're doing. And everybody's like, are, are you You got sure? this. It's fine. I, I, the amount of letting this small, small child jump into the goddamn ocean is too much. <laughs> there are a lot of things that like, are too I much. I don't for this see child. any other land nearby. No, the, the child will die. <laughs> like nobody even cares. Well, they started caring as soon as the shark fin shows up. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh man. This. <sighs> In a show, in a show, when they're on a boat, is it ever not shark infested waters? No. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they're actually in the right part of the world. For yeah, this. they're pretty close to shark-infested waters, if not in it. But uh, yeah, no, this shark is awful, and I hate it. And I, I have a great deal of fear of sharks. So the amount of oh. fun that I have watching Star Platinum beat the shit out of a goddamn <sighs> shark! So oh yeah, he fucks the shark so up palpable. so good. You get to see Star Platinum do the aura auras to a shark that <laughs> flies away. <laughs> And then explodes. <laughs> I lost it. Like, there's a good, like, a couple, like, the shark's floating on the surface of the water as something else happens. And then it explodes. And when that happened, I had to stop the episode. And go, <laughs> I couldn't take it. <laughs> you injured your refractory period for the episode. <laughs> I just, I just love the shot of the the purple fist coming out of the water with this fucking shark chin on it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is quality, quality JoJo. Unfortunately, it sandwiches Jotaro groping a child for like a yeah. full ten seconds. It's just like, just like is he? Dude, he does yeah. it once on accident. Like, and then he goes back in to cop a second feel on this 12-year-old. Just just to confirm what he had already suspected. <laughs> yep. It, it definitely no feels like a 12-year-old's chest. God. Um, before we get any further, 
Is is Jotaro swimming or is he just standing <laughs> on the ocean floor? No, he's he, tall enough. He levitates with <laughs> anger. Like, is he just that tall that he can just stand in the ocean? <laughs> There's a lot that doesn't make any sense with water physics in this episode, Grant. So, <laughs> or, or did they like? Eh, we don't fucking like want to animate swimming and he's, floating. It's that's that's he's too much. Standing work. on top of Star Platinum, who is swimming underneath. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept his, that. His, his anger keeps him afloat. <laughs> yeah, she's staying afloat through sheer <laughs> anger. <laughs> uh, but oh no, something worse than sharks in the water. As is, is there anything worse than sharks? Let's be real. I mean, there's deep blue moon. I mean, deep blue he, moon. All right, so deep blue moon has a cool ass design. I'm not gonna lie. Until it opens his mouth, I actually yeah. really like it. Like it's, I, I think it's great until it opens its mouth, and then it looks like a puppet <laughs> i mean all all stands should look like muppets if if kermit the frog looked like if star button looked like kermit the frog jojo would be better the, the stand looks like a fucking fish man from uh, castlevania yeah it looks like some fish man or some deep one or some shit it actually looks pretty good in the manga Cherries are my favorite yay <laughs> what the I fuck, man? Closer to you, so I can eat you. Ah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> so you're right. To be fair, Star Platinum does look like a muppet. <laughs> he kind of does. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, hold on. I, I'm just gonna Google uh, Muppet Star Platinum. <laughs> oh, Please. Grant. Turn safe it's, search on. It's just gonna look like I'm something from Avenue Bing Q. Image search. Oh, where'd you do this? Uh, hmm. hmm. Nope. Yep. I I was originally using Google Image Search, but I have to resort to all Bing I got now. was like, why? A body pillow. Bing gives you the the freaky shit. Does it really? Yeah. I've used Bing before, so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all something terrible. Okay. This with no context. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Uh, like, yeah. uh, yep, I make that. Yep, no, you know, what? Like I'm not that. even going to describe it. We're going to move on. Yeah, we're, we're going to move gonna on. Have, we're going to have too much. Th- oh, next Un- unfortunately, I could not find anything for Muppet Star Platinum. So here's the thing: in the anime, oh, let's talk about her threatening our lead <laughs> I, six characters. I love this girl. She just pulls out a switchblade and starts menacing these 18-foot-tall bodybuilders. She's like, you want to go? You want some of this? Come on! I mean, yeah, they're all staring her down as like, is she the stand user? And they're like, just all talking to each other telepathically. Yes, there is clearly telepathy (laughs) going on here that is not at all explained or referenced. Like, normally I would think, oh, maybe they're just, like, it's just their inner monologue. But no, they're talking to I each other. They're they're actually responding to one another. My note here is the girl has a switchblade and the squad has telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, 100% accurate. Do you want to see this episode. blade claim its 340th victim? The demon blade. <laughs> I mean... It wants blood. This is such a Narancha move that I'm, I, I'm glad this carries over. <laughs> she does. She is channeling that energy. But the Avdol, like I wrote down, smooth move here, Avdol, because his master plan. Wait, I know how to figure out if she's a stand user. Hey kid, 
How's Dio D- doing? How's Dio <laughs> doing? <laughs> just like, wow. Incredible. Left tall. Genial. It knows no bounds. <laughs> like, it's just, they will never see through that. <laughs> like, sh- guys, this works every time. I'll figure it out here. How's Dio this time of year? Like, what, what, what did you expect to happen? I like I just don't understand. <laughs> and then I, I I mean I guess it convinces them and they're like, "Well, this isn't our sta- our stand user." And then <laughs> on cue, the captain comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look and, at this and motherfucker. Immediately you're like, "Yeah, this is the most stand user looking fucking guy here." <laughs> Remember when I told you that all stand users dress like assholes? <laughs> like, was there ever a moment where you did not believe this man was a stand user. A single Absolutely second. Not. As soon as they, they call it out by having him show up as soon as they're like, I wonder who it could be. And then just <laughs> this giant motherfucker. But like, maybe maybe Abdul's plan was to just go, how's Dio doing? And it to be so dumb that the person bursts out laughing. What? That's your, <laughs> That's your plan I, to get I, me to reveal myself. <laughs> I love how burly this male stripper ass uh, captain is. He's like the the squad is big. This guy probably has a head on Jotaro. Like this, yeah, is... he it, he's lord, lord. <laughs> I, like my 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 notes literally say burly AF. His hands are bigger than this girl's head. Like her body. This dude, this dude is definitely on some fucking Botox injections. Those muscles are sculpted. <laughs> He's fucking roided out. God. Or collagen injections or whatever. Like this dude looks like he should be at a Chippendales thing. A member of the village people. I the village person is also on the right now. Yeah. <laughs> He he looks like looks less like a caricature in the in the anime in the manga though. No, he actually, look, which is a downgrade. Unfortunately, it's way better than the anime. This, this motherfucker. So his shirt just outlines every one of his abs individually. That thing is painted on. <laughs> if he, it might it every might, shirt in this series is painted on. It might actually be. Look at look at his fucking back muscles. Oh dear God, that's terrifying. That's a lot oh, of lets. <laughs> Jesus. And immediately he just starts picking fights with people. Like he, he snatches the cigarette out of Jotaro's mouth. How'd you mouth know it was a cigarette? And, and they blacked it, it out. <gasps> <laughs> oh, uh, not in what I was watching. I have the the Blu-ray version. Oh, you have the uncut. <laughs> you 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 own yeah. the fucking Blu-ray. Owns a strong word. He possesses. Uh, uh, owns a strong word and shouldn't be in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he is capable of watching it. <laughs> But yeah, he just so, walks so he, up to he takes this, he, he snatches the cigarette out of his his mouth, and then he puts it out on the little charm on Jotaro's hat, and, and then you get this look from Jotaro, like he, he, the look on his face is, "I'm gonna fucking kill him." <laughs> 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 oh, oh, and everybody around him is like in his pocket. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and everybody like looks at Jotaro, and they're like. Oh, oh, fuck. Shit. He's going to fucking kill Manny. Everybody looks at Jotaro like, yo, Jotaro, I didn't take you to be no bitch. <laughs> Which, dear God. Like, the, the the mood in this scene is just so palpable to me. <laughs> this, this made me really love the captain and wish he was part of the crew. I just need somebody to be you know? a dick to Jotaro sometimes. It's true. He's so ostentatious. Er- like- everybody else enables him mm-hmm. too much. He is showy in a way that the rest of the crew somehow isn't. 
Like, I don't understand how they managed to make this character feel so distinct from the, the, the primary cast. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> but I, I do love Captain Daniel here. Yep. And, or, sorry. More, and Captain, Captain Dragon. Dragon. The anime. His name is Captain Dragon. And they're like, I wonder if Captain Dragon's a stage. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he does this pose when they're talking about him where he just kind of hunches over with his arms in front of him. Like, I, I gotta call this out because this pose gives me life. It says, wait, I'm not a stand user pose. Someone vamp one. This, this fucking Armstrong looking motherfucker here. <laughs> oh, God. I, I think I have the image, Joey. He is actually very Armstrong. Fuck. <laughs> he doesn't have a hair loopy, though. Yeah, but this is, is an Armstrong is ass Joey? dude. Yes! I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. It's like he's getting ready to pick something up. Yeah. <laughs> but he holds it the entire time they talk about this. <laughs> but wait, Jotaro's got a foolproof way oh, to determine man. whether this is a stand user. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is like, there's no way he's a stand user. Like, how are you going to prove For it? For some reason, he has to convince them. Because everyone's like, 0% chance. What are you talking about, Jotaro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these people were invented by the Speedwagon Foundation. And he's like, no, I've identified a way in order to tell who's a stand user. When a stand user gets the slightest whiff of a cigarette. <laughs> the vein on their nose twitches. And then everyone plays nose goes. <laughs> Every single stand user puts their finger to their nose. I do. It does a good job because this is a six, seven person cutaway with the little girl as well. She's like, what the fuck are these people doing? Yeah. <laughs> as all the stand users touch their nose. Like, oh. <laughs> as Jotaro pulls a Sherlock Holmes here and uh, channels his grandfather. <laughs> And Ponder's like, my nose isn't twitching, and then everybody just stares at the captain. Oh! Like, well, there's the asshole. <laughs> All right, Victor, I want you to remember this mo- or sorry, because Jotaro's like, they're like, how'd you know, Jotaro? He wasn't suspicious at all. A, not true. But B, <laughs> B, Jotaro's like, yeah, I didn't suspect him either. I was going to do this to everyone on the ship, which <laughs> is played as like Jotaro being a genius here. Like, ah, oh, you outsmarted us all. The other two will remember a specific scene in Diamond is Unbreakable, <laughs> where Okiyasu does the same thing on a different boat. <laughs> <laughs> You know, boats and, jo- and like Joe Stars don't really mix, do they? Better than planes, or, or and really Joe any stars. means of conveyance. I don't remember that at all. Jesus, you don't remember? It's the same scene. Only o- they're like Okiyasu. How'd you know? And he's like, Oh, I don't know. I just planned on punching everyone on the ship. Oh yeah, I do actually remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's played the opposite because Okiyasu's an idiot. <laughs> it's just oh, same oh, thing. Thank you, Grant. So, so I found uh, so. Like the, the captain reveals himself. He he's a stand user. You get the the screen that goes go 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 go, and I I screen capped it because it is kind of the worst face you could possibly his make in this situation. Eyes rolling up into his head where he, he just it's the Ahagao face for a big burly man. He's like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking stand user. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, that doesn't go go go, like go, go, oh, go 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 go. I never shot. Go 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 go! go, 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 go. go. 
<laughs> you ready for my JoJo's Bizarre Adventure themed ASMR? Someone has to have <laughs> no. done a JoJo Kama Sutra involving JoJo poses. Oh man! <laughs> oh, God. How, how to hurt your back? Meant for human bodies. <laughs> what was that, Tim? I said, "How to hurt your back." <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Pillar Man Kama Sutra. Scream re as you bend over backwards with her step, top. Step one, do 17 years of yoga before attempting anything. <laughs> what, you're approaching me? I can't fuck you if I don't get closer. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, th- th- this is a good halfway point. Captain and Tennille. Right, Victor? That's a musical reference because this is Captain Tennille. I crossed out oh, Dragon yeah. there because Dragon. it's Tennille in the manga. <laughs> Y'all ready for uh, some or we could just 70s cover... cheese? Or we could just cover Dragon. Oh, yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Dragon Force? No, Dragon. No. <laughs> no, it's Captain. Or just the mythical creature Dragon. No, we're, we're going into some 70s pop cheese, Puff ladies and gentlemen. The Magic Dragon. I, there, I had one. Yeah. There we go. I'm excited. There you go. Hello, this is your host, Victor Munson speaking, and I'd like to welcome you aboard another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference. This week's itinerary takes us back to the mid-70s for a look at the meteoric rise and rapid fade of pop duo Captain Antoniel. Our first stop is in California, 1972. Tony Tennille had written the music for a rock musical called Mother Earth, and the show was moving from San Francisco down to the southern end of the state. The show was losing a keyboardist in the transition, and the replacement they chose was a man named Daryl Dragon. I shit you not, his last name was actually Dragon. His father was Hollywood composer Carmen Dragon, and his grandparents were also named Dragon. They were Italian immigrants, so I assume they got the name at Ellis Island from Drago or something like that. But my point is that, despite what you might assume, Daryl Dragon is not a stage name. Daryl was, at the time of his audition for Mother Earth, a touring keyboardist with the Beach Boys. Beach Boys frontman Mike Love had taken to calling him by the nickname Captain Keyboard, which totally stuck, and Daryl adopted his signature ship captain's hat to go with the name. But the Beach Boys were off tour at the time, and the captain couldn't be sure when or if he would be called on again, so he auditioned for Mother Earth, and there he met Tennille. There was a natural chemistry between the two, so when the Beach Boys did call on Captain Dragon to serve again and said they needed an additional keyboardist, he recommended Tennille also join the tour. She passed muster, and the two toured with the band over the next year. By the end of it, Captain and Tennille had decided to try performing as a duo, and they started doing small gigs in L.A. in 1973. After scoring a recording contract in 1974, they would release their debut album, Love Will Keep Us Together, in 1975. The lead single was the title track, Love Will Keep Us Together, originally recorded by Neil Sedaka two years prior. Sadaka's version never made an impact, but the Captain and Tennille recording was a massive hit single. It topped the Hot 100 for four consecutive weeks. Billboard would name it the top-selling single of 1975 at the end of the year. It would win Record of the Year at the 1976 Grammys. It was so popular that Captain and Tennille recorded a Spanish version of the song that was on the Hot 100 at the same time as the English version. 
as you no doubt have detected throughout this segment, since the song has been playing this whole time, Love Will Keep Us Together is 70s cheese at its absolute cheesiest. That infectious keyboard beat from Captain, the relentlessly sunny vocals from Tennille, there was no way this wasn't going to be a hit. It just embeds itself in your brain and will not leave. Now we can look back on it and see it for how emblematic of the embarrassing 70s it is, but at the time it still was the embarrassing 70s and Captain and Tennille were suddenly the hottest pop act in America. And their popularity is kind of off the strength of that one song, if I'm going to be honest. The rest of the album is less poppy and more easy listening type stuff in the vein of The Carpenters. I'd say the only song that really stands out is their truly just fucking awful, atrocious, morally reprehensible cover of God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. You never need to doubt it I'll make you so sure about it God only knows just how much I love you Fucking gross. But even despite butchering one of the greatest songs ever written, Captain and Tennille Star could not burn any brighter in 1975 and 1976. They got married at the end of 1975. In 1976, they were invited to perform at the White House during Queen Elizabeth II's official state visit to DC for the US Bicentennial celebrations. In September of 1976, they got their own variety show on ABC, though after just one season, they asked to be released from their contract so they could focus on their music. All right, you get the picture. I've already spent way more time than I wanted to on freaking Captain and Tennille, of all people. Their second album was decently successful, but their third album was much less so, and they never had any real chart success again, despite releasing music fairly regularly for decades after. Tennille continued to make her living as a singer, both with and without Daryl, and Captain continued to make his living as a keyboardist, both with and without Tennille. And though love would keep them together for a long time, Tennille eventually served Daryl with divorce papers in 2014. The two parted as friends, apparently, and Tennille would care for the captain in the final months of his life. Daryl Dragon actually died during the lifetime of this podcast on January 2nd, 2019. Uh, we'll go out on the only other Captain and Tennille song anyone remembers these days, which was, curiously, another cover song. It's from their second album, and it's called Muskrat Love. It's, uh, yeah, it's called Muskrat Love. I'll let you be the judge of it. Nibbling on bacon, chewing on cheese, Sam says a Susie on it. Oh, um, I think we cut out there. Could you do that one for me one more time, Victor? <laughs> That's like, nobody time. remembers that. Like, <laughs> All right, well, I was sorry. really expecting a muskrat love joke. <laughs> How am I going to do a JoJo muskrat love joke, Victor? Oh, I, oh I, I'm sure next episode it'll be really easy.
I guess. I don't want to talk about next episode, if we're being real. (laughs) (laughs) It's just hanging over me. (laughs) It's the most infamous. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay, here. A JoJo podcast will keep us together. There we go. um, All right, there we go. Yes, we did it. Perfect. So the second half of the episode, like the first half of the episode, I filled up half a page of notes. The second half of the episode, I have one note. (laughs) <laughs> is it them all going nunny? No, it's just the word Starfinger. Starfinger. <laughs> okay, so we have my favorite moment in all of JoJo coming up here. Where, uh, I mean, like, just the sequence of a couple of minutes is... So the captain grabs the little girl. Yeah. And this is just holding it over him that I could beat all of you, five of you at once in the water as he goes to just fall backwards off the ship into the water and we just cut to Juro fucking him up with Star Platinum. Before he can hit the water. Oh, it's so good. I was not expecting it. Before he does that... He's like, you'll be sleeping with the fishes. And Jotaro's comeback here. This is an episode of excellent bad comebacks <laughs> where he goes, and you'll be sleeping at the bottom of hell tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's delivered like it's a comeback, but it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and then, yes, Jotaro just beats the shit out of the guy before he can land in the water. And then, like, it was just so out of nowhere because there have been, like... A hundred times already in Stardust Crusaders where somebody could have done something yep. to somebody that was within arm's reach of them and just did not. And we'll keep <laughs> this episode. <laughs> like, just somebody will be within arm's reach and just not react. Like, right? this, this isn't the thing you do in anime, but fucking Star Platinum <laughs> does, does it. it anyway. Jotaro <laughs> does it. It's fucking and then he does the greatest BM move and gives him a thumbs down. <laughs> and then he's like, say something, Avdol. He throws the one-liner to Avdol. <laughs> you tried to fight a fortune teller with predictions. It's like and even, then he tosses it's like the right one-liner for the last episode. But he does like, it because he knows Polnareff can finish it. Like, Avdol fucking phones it in on this one. <laughs> He wasn't ready. Yeah. He wasn't ready for a guitar to toss it to him. But, their one-liner to someone else? <laughs> but that just, it's just, but you were ten years right. too early as it cuts to commercial. <laughs> Wait. Like, and I'm like, hashtag squad goals. Oh my god. This is excellent. We, we get a lot of, like, just, like, squad reaction, like, to, to whatever's happening in this episode, and I love it. Oh, I'm so glad that this is an ensemble cast because the group reactions to things are perfect. We do- <laughs> Abdul, say something. We, we do get a pretty fun rundown of JoJo in the manga. I know. Oh, we get we get Jotaro. We facts? get Jotaro facts. Oh, we get Jotaro facts. Oh shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's see. His favorite Tim, movie. Give is, it to us. His favorite movie is Never Cry Wolf. I don't his, know what that is. I know. I don't know what that is either. I should have done homework on that. Oh, his that hobby right is now. he likes he likes. Uh, books about planes and ships, which is <laughs> the mortal enemy of a joke. His favorite color is and, and he transparent. transparent? What a fucking idiot. My favorite oh my color is invisible. Off <laughs> <laughs> way. He doesn't think it's necessary to show emotions. No. 
You're telling me JoJo's a robot? He thinks anyone can tell by looking at him. Other okay. people think he's cold and rebellious, never caring about anything. Which is pretty fucking spot on, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Favorite type of woman, traditional Japanese, he hates women who don't shut up. Oh no, like his mom. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> I don't like these general facts. He skips right out. <laughs> no. I don't like I feel like I haven't really learned anything okay. new. Oh, well, here's something for you. His favorite movie is Never Cry Wolf, which is, quote, a 1983 American drama film directed by Carol Ballard. It is an adaptation of Farley Moat's 1963 autobiography of the same name and stars... Charles Martin Smith as a government biologist sent into the wilderness to study the caribou population, whose decline is believed to be caused by wolves, even though no one has ever seen a wolf kill a caribou at that time. Hmm. Yeah. It is the first Disney film to be released under the new Walt Disney Pictures label. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all right. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, why the hell is this joke? Is, is this the one where movie? he dies at the end of the movie? Spoilers. I don't. I, I just think... I just think Araki had just watched that movie. Probably, so he was probably. I like probably, it. Yeah, that's okay. We get so, uh, yeah. we get Kakuin facts next time. Ooh, ooh, y'all looking that? I'm looking it. forward to. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, Captain Daniel just floats away into the ocean. Episode over. They beat him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> they they beat the the stand user already. Yeah. Yep. Oh, but hold on. on. No, they don't. Hold on. There's barnacles glow, uh, growing up Star Platinum's arm, and, and Star Platinum can't. Pulled the girl up onto the ship. I mean, just, it, just, it's, it's way too heavy for anyone else to help him with this. Jatara, if, just, just do if it. only there was a, like four other dudes here. <laughs> so be like oh. these fucking built ass motherfuckers. Okay. So I, I see. Uh, 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 let's see. Mm-hmm. There's a very unfortunate looking uh, cut of joseph trying to grab jotaro and pull him back on and it just looks like they're just taking turns with jotaro <laughs> like it, oh I mean, it, it's incredibly unfortunate just running a train on him over the side yeah they're just running a train on him on the side who of doesn't boat. love some good old-fashioned public use Oh yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like. There <laughs> goes exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it, oh no, it has the perfect subtitle with it. I just he still got some fight left says, in him. He still got some fight like, in him as Jotaro just leaned over the railing. Polnareff is leaning over to watch while Abdul and Kakuin are shoving oh, Joseph no. out of the way to get their turn. Well, I found the episode. All right. <laughs> oh no. Are you sure it's not any of the other things we posted? We have a lot of contenders here. <laughs> <laughs> Can it please be Tennille with go 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 go? <laughs> no, that was Tennille's the chick, Captain 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 Dragon. <laughs> Whatever, top contenders. So yeah, Jojo falls in the ocean. Oh, and we get like twelve minutes of nobody so, helping him for no can reason. We- like in the anime, when he falls over the side, when he finally goes over, it just looks like nobody attempted to keep that from happening. Nobody did. I know we have this like <laughs> overhead shot of them grabbing onto him, but the shot from the side where he actually goes over, it looks like <laughs> nobody did a goddamn thing. Nobody. Did. Oh no, Joe Taro fell over the edge. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So we can get this done without him, right? He'll be fine. <laughs> My favorite. He's kind of an asshole. I don't know why he went all the, all the way to Japan to grab him. <laughs> no, he went to Japan as a favor to Holly. Mm-hmm. And now that Holly's sick, they're on a quest to kill Dio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really need Jotaro for that, but they, he was already there. Probably has a... 
right. anyway, so um, we have a three-minute conversation underwater here, where <laughs> Captain Jotaro is speaking through Star Platinum. Yeah, and Captain is, but Captain no. is just talking. I love how he takes the time to explain that stands can communicate with each other underwater. They can communicate underwater. Like, okay, this, this. I, I makes me laugh so hard. Like, for one, <laughs> why does Araki think that there is any reason he needs to justify this? And two, why does he do this right. when we know it's not going to matter? We know he is not no. going to stick to this explanation. Absolutely <laughs> It doesn't not. work in Absolutely either direction. It does not matter. It transparently does not work in either direction immediately. It's hilarious. Because Jotaro is speaking through Star Platinum and Captain is just talking. talking. Look, it's probably his stand power. Don't worry about it's it. Just... And he's talking about how he's he can hold his breath for a full six minutes and 21 <laughs> seconds or whatever the fuck Yeah, it I was. have the lung capacity of three men. <laughs> yeah, not if you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's using his stand to talk, but he's doing ventriloquism with oh, him. Oh, so that, he's yeah. the puppet, not yeah. the stand. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> You're welcome. No, it doesn't. It makes no Shut sense. Up, it looks. It makes just about as much sense as what is already in the text. Mm-hmm. So I had forgotten, but like Deep Blue Moon's actually a pretty OP stand. I know it's so fucking like, cool. It's very strong. Like even like he just keeps coming up with new powers that are like ridiculous. Hey, I got these. I got these razor scales. I, I can make a fucking whirlpool. I'm also like a ridiculously fast swimmer and like a super strong. Barnacles are draining. Barnacles that sap your stance power. And he's a muppet. I really like how like <laughs> he's talking, but his stand is like mimicking him in the background. It's yeah. really effective. It, it looks really doofy when it opens its mouth. Yeah, though. it really does. <laughs> Can anybody else do anybody besides Kermit? We need a what separate other voice. Are the Waka Waka? Should it be like a Miss Piggy? <laughs> Everybody knows that uh, Kermit is the height of uh, comedy. It's anyways. true. Fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you No, I had nothing for no. that. I, I, All right, I, fine. <laughs> Yeah, these barnacles are real upsetting because barnacles are real upsetting. They are. Fucking hate them. I'm glad they're not animated. <laughs> yeah. What What is animated is Deep Blue Moon uh, trying to make this whirlpool happen. <laughs> oh and my! The way it flails so its arms weird. around is just fucking <laughs> <laughs> priceless. <laughs> so good. Oh, it's just like kind of flailing. Just flapping its arms. I forgot a joke from earlier. Because I did do the chef's finger several times. And then I did, like, is there an anti-chef's finger expression? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because, you know, uh, like, Mwah! you know, the, the, oh. just perfect. Like, it, yeah. Is it, is it just is it just puking? <laughs> yeah, it might just be. We don't want to trigger our listeners too hard. Yeah, no, no. As if people aren't constantly vomiting already listening to this podcast. How can it be worse than our content? <laughs> Look, we've we've built up some very tolerant users. Uh, I mean, listeners. Users. And, and while their constitution users, might be pretty good, there's only so much they can hold out if we're actively trying to make them throw up. I'd rather talk about Starfinger for exactly 30 seconds. I, I th- Do you think we can cover it in 30 seconds, Time. Tim? Started. Go, go, Joey, go. 
All right. <laughs> Look, so so he's getting uh, like uh, pulled in by the, the whirlpool, at which point he's getting hit by all these scales that are razors. And, and, and at this point, Jotar just decides to spring the most bullshit <laughs> fucking power on him, which is Starfinger, as he concentrates all his stands, remaining energy into two fingers and thrusts it into the dude's face. Maximum uh, this... finger thrust. <laughs> Maximum finger thrust. God damn it. A Rocky brought it's back. It's back, baby. It's back, baby. Finger thrust is back in a, good, in a big way. We do cut back to the ship, though, just so Abdul can explain why no one's helping. They're like, oh, no, the the, the razor blades in the water mean no one can help Jotaro. As we see him stuck in the same situation. Like, what? Sorry, Jotaro. He'll probably be fine. Look, the, the, the barnacles are acting as armor. What? It's all good. Yeah, okay. it's all fine. Like, Starfinger's got to have an urban dictionary entry as a, an illicit sex act, right? Uh, it's probably in the Jojo well, Kama Sutra, yeah. Well, now, now you said it. Now I have to look it <laughs> up. Oh, have you have you made your urban dictionary account yet? Jojo Sutra. You don't need a. You don't need an account. Kama Jojo. Yeah, we we were talking about it before. Jojo Sutra. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, it's, so this is it's the Kimyo Sutra. I have a, I have a quick question. Speedwagon Sutra. Okay, <laughs> a Starfinger, according to Urban Dictionary, there's only one up vote and two down votes, uh-huh. so you know that's going to be yeah. good. <laughs> the sexual act of taking a starfish and putting one oh. of its limbs inside a girl's vagina. What no. the However, fuck, in order to properly pull off this maneuver, you must scream out the name of the move like a Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> So the Pokemon don't scream the name of the move. I mean, I, I'm just reading what it says so here. This is Jotaro's Zoom Punch, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoom finger. Sendo Sutra. That's a little bit better. Yeah, but it, the, the Hamon Sutra. Hamon Sutra, maybe. Nah. He really stretching for that. Anyway, so everything explodes. <laughs> The end. End of episode. <laughs> yeah, they, they they kill Tennille. They I mean, get back on the boat. And the boat yeah, explodes. he just pushes. Oh, he punches through the motherfucker's face. With his fingers. They and extend. <laughs> they extend. Why can Star Platinum do this? I mean, the real question is why doesn't he do this all the time? I know. <laughs> why isn't this his first move instead of his finisher? Telescoping fingers. <laughs> But yeah, it's you, you, just this the, is some fucking dalsome shit here. So <laughs> they just wanted to get it in early that Jotaro is completely OP. So, like Star, Star Platinum is the most OP. Stand. I have I have a real real final question. Who did the uh-huh. vetting on these fucking on this fucking captain? I know they say he <laughs> killed and replaced the captain, but the crew didn't notice. The crew, didn't <laughs> notice. yeah. <laughs> yeah they, when like, the, no, everyone else is like, wait, no. Someone on this can't be the killer. The crew's been here for ten years. No one piped the- up. Yeah, actually, we replaced the captain like five minutes ago. We have no idea who this guy is. What happened? The captain's looking a lot burlier than usual. Did they not recognize him? Man, Captain Dragon <laughs> put on a few feet. That- <laughs> captain, did, did you get a haircut? Did, did, is, is that a new neckerchief? Yeah, it's a new neckerchief. <laughs> what, what if he looked just like the old captain? <laughs> oh, I want to imagine that he's got a twin out there somewhere that we will see eventually. No, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> he killed his brother. 
<laughs> Dio found a stand user's twin brother who ran a boat. <laughs> God damn it. So the boat explodes. Yes. For, for, for reasons, I guess. Oh, it's just like, just on like, cue. Dude, did he plant bombs or something? And they're like, he must have planted bombs. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Bombs triggered by his, like, stopped heartbeat or some bullshit. <laughs> He couldn't have timed it better. Why send the stand user if you're just going to blow the boat up? <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't he blow the boat up before I no. him? <laughs> this is such a mess and I love it. Because... Why? Why did he kidnap the kid? Because it, it, the most mundane answer would have been the... Because his, his plan was to just slowly knock people off at, like during this three-day trip. But he revealed himself. No, he fucking let his stand out to kill a shark for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) He could have attacked Jotaro first, you're right. Hey, he wanted to get Jotaro out of the way first, but that that didn't work out. Maybe his stand was hungry. Like like sex pistols. Yeah, like sex pistols. Oh. Uh, So they're all on a boat, but luckily the Exxon Valdez stops by. So they get a next episode. (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh suddenly out of the mist this giant fucking tanker humongous oh, how'd you like the episode it's oh my god this episode's great oh so i good. fucking love it and i i know i haven't really talked about it but like all the manga panel like everything's shot for shot in here oh yeah like it has been but look at how beautiful this fucking manga art is like with the blue and purple oh yeah, yeah. platinum and yeah, it's like the color version of this is very, very good. And then I have to see fucking Starfinger in still form. <laughs> Hell yeah. But it's like glowing. Oh, wait. I'm looking at this. I know what happened. Star Platinum learned from Tower of Grey. His Starfinger goes through Deep Blue's hand and then into his face. Yeah. It's just oh. like Tower of Grey. Oh. Also, yeah. in the manga, oh. it cuts his face off. Holy shit. Yeah, it cuts is his it face sharp? <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, no, it's, what the hell? it's just it's powerful. He, oh, oh my god! Yeah, I'm looking at this. One it goes into <laughs> it goes into the, the eye, and then in the next shot, it looks like he just swiped it to the side <laughs> and lobotomized it. <laughs> and he gives the line, "The one who becomes Sashimi." You, yeah. <laughs> A winner is you. <laughs> I think so far this is far and away my favorite episode. <laughs> Of, of Stardust so Crusaders, yeah, probably. Yes. It's so stupid. Like, this probably beats almost. This is up there with the good episodes, like the freaking Looney Tunes minecart ride from last season. <laughs> the Looney Tunes minecart. This is up there in that lofty pantheon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where the pillar men just fly away. <laughs> this, this has that same energy. <laughs> Like, how much cocaine does Araki do? (laughs) Not enough, because we get next episode. But (laughs) Uh, he he went over the edge into like meth or something. There, that was (laughs) Tim. How'd you like the episode? (laughs) This is one of my favorite. Like, I really love uh, Captain Dragon. He's he's a good JoJo villain. I I love him. I like. 
the, when he puts out the cigarette on Jotaro's head, I'm just oh, like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> He's in for it now. Is, I was like, what a fucking power move, dude. <laughs> just the seething oh, hatred coming off man. of Jotaro. <laughs> I can't... How does he walk around with so stones good. that large? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he actually genuinely had a chance to, like, kill everybody here. <laughs> like... Like I don't know, but then Starfinger. But the, I'm sorry, I didn't anticipate nonsense powers. Mm. I was really disappointed because I've heard you guys mention Starfinger a bunch of times, and I was really hoping for a take this, my love, my <laughs> anger, and oh, all my of my sorrow. Starfinger. <laughs> that that's too much emotion for Joseph. <laughs> it would if Joseph had the stand, it would be that all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Joseph just could turn on purple. Though. Like, they're, they're not trying to recycle animation that hard. God. But could <laughs> you imagine if Joseph's stand made noise? It would just be screaming all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, more yelling. I'm just upset he doesn't have clacker balls anymore. <laughs> hey, that was one episode. <laughs> That never came back. I was really expecting it to happen at least one more time, and it never I, did. I just wanted Stan to have clacker balls. Yeah. Get, I need I need Joseph to have an actual stand. Yeah. Rolling stones. <laughs> all right. Thank you everyone for watching. Where can we find you all? All right, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam One on Twitter. We'll be posting all this nonsense manga panels where you could see Starfinger in all its glory in still frame. Mm. You can find me, Victor, on Twitter at TF Waffleman. Tweet at the podcast at Joestar All Stars and. Uh, you know, find us wherever you find your podcast: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, JoeStarAllStars.Fireside.FM. Shoot us some likes, subscribe, give us five stars, and if you want to send us an email, send it to JoeStarAllStars at gmail dot com. We appreciate it. You know, thank yeah. you for listening. Absolutely, please, please, please. Yeah, thank you <laughs> for putting up with this garbage, this terrible, terrible garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our audience is all. JoJo fans, right? <laughs> uh, I hope so. Audience is a strong word for what we had. Man, I, there were some grim metrics for, for the first two episodes of Stardust. <laughs> the first episode of Stardust Crusaders, our, our, our downloads just skyrocketed. And the next episode just tanked. And I'm like, that sounds we about like 42 right. 42 downloads to 100 downloads to 20 downloads. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that checks yeah, that, out. That sounds about right. So, thank you, <laughs> our 20 fans. Hey, we kept 20. I appreciate y'all. Hey, that's more than I ever expected. I want to imagine those 20 are all new. <laughs> Not a single one of 100 came back. <laughs> uh, we do this for us. Man, I hope someone gets enjoyment out of it. But even if you don't, thank you for tuning in. This has been Joe Star All Star signing out for all you Starfinger nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, Joe. Alright, so yeah, I want to do a goof em up here. Alright, what kind of goof em up? <laughs> I don't know, like what? Something funny? Do something funny, Tim. Oh, God, I'm not. Yeah, do, do a funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Just be funny. No!